Good morning, everyone. I hope you've been enjoying the hindrances now. (laughs) Was there some sleepiness this morning? A version of waking up, of hearing the bell? (laughs) I just want to start by remembering us all together that we're, we're here to practice for more peace, more wisdom, more compassion, and for freeing the mind from suffering. And every moment is fresh. Every moment is fresh. And we want to continue as we move into this retreat to establish attention, uh, to invite embodiment, grounding ourselves, inviting a steadiness of the mind and the heart. Um, And in some way we want to come back to the sense of simplicity. Every moment is fresh. What's happening now? Inviting this loving and kind awareness. And also bringing in, in this gentle perseverance gentle perseverance of showing up, having the courage to be here in this moment. And I want to get a name once more how courageous it is to, yeah, to meet what's there in our mind, in our heart, in our bodies. And this morning I want to very gently bring in the second establishment or foundation or application of mindfulness second one. The Pali word for uh, the second foundation is Vedana or Vedana. And it's often translated with feelings or feeling tone. So with this door, you know, those four foundations are different doors to meet the present moment. So with feeling tone, we're invited here to feel And know what is unfolding as pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant. And this is not an emotion. And of course there's emotion happening, and we'll be bringing that in. Um, But it's a quality that is present in every moment, in every sense contact, every experience. And apparently there was a monk while back in Burma that could count how many sense objects, how many experiences were happening in a second. And he came up with a number of three trillion of something experiences every moment. So good luck catching all of those. (laughs) And again, what a mind that can count that. (laughs) So there's there's every moment something happening. And all of these sense contact, they're neither pleasant or unpleasant or neither both. So interesting to know that this is always coming up. And some of you, you know, you're part of the mindfulness-based approach, maybe in training, and you know maybe the calendar in the course two and three of pleasant, unpleasant event. And also some of us here, you know, are not part of this uh, 
the mindfulness approach, or we're here to free the heart in different ways. And um, so there's ways that we can um, get to get get to come closer to the experience of each moment. So if you work with this calendar before, you've you know you've came came close to just knowing the experience, but. Here the intention or the invitation is, can we come even closer and come to what's happening in each moment? We're not going to get too tight around it. And, and this morning we're just kind of bringing that in. But we want to know for ourselves, um, can we check for ourselves in, you know, in a breath or in a sound or in a smell? Um, what's the feeling tone coming up for me? Since we're slowing down, since we have a bit more space, we can, can kind of play with this door of mindfulness. And we're bringing that in because, you know, it's so important. The Buddha, you know, in the classical teaching, the Buddha made feeling tone the second foundation of mindfulness. He gave a full foundation to that experience that we're having. It's also, Vedana is also a key link, very important link in the chain of dependent origination. And that's, that's the cycle of suffering that we're all in, in some way. Joy. <laughs> so it's a central teaching that helps us to see how we get caught up. You know, how we get caught up in, um, in deepening into, you know, more stress in our life. Vedana is also part of uh, the aggregates, and the aggregates, just for your information, is is a list of um, five experiences that create a being. Um, skandhas. So there's the body. There's feeling. There's feeling tone. There's the perception. There's intention, emotional activities, and there's consciousness. And you don't need to remember all of that, but just to know. Yeah, that uh, feeling tone can actually be quite powerful. Just turning our attention to get to know the experience. And why would we do that? So when we are not mindful of a pleasant experience, what tends to happen? You know, as we were talking yesterday, we wanted to stay sense of wanting. Greed comes up. We want more of it. So this wanting, this, ah, I want this. This kind of keeping it to me. I want to keep, I want more of this. Oh, this is great. Ah, this is great. Finally, I have calm. Can you stop talking? <laughs> ah, calm. And there can, can be this mental attitude of, yeah, is so good you know don't need words just like this is good this is good can can it always be like this maybe you woke up this morning with a fresh mind ah this is why i'm doing this then we have the opposite if we're not mindful of unpleasant experience what tends to happen is that we we want it to go away you know aversion comes up we don't want the experience to be unpleasant. We're like, ah, pushing it away, pushing it away. 
So there's this, again, an energetic pull pushing things away from us. And with neutral experience, uh, we ignore it, we overlook it, and um, there's not much there. And it could be, you know, throughout the day we're so used to the schedule now, okay, now it's walking or now it's lunch. And we're kind of in this neutral place and... um, we're touching into, you know, sense of ignorance or delusion here. We're not present with the experience. So, for example, maybe uh, yesterday looking at the snow or maybe uh, the great lunch that we had yesterday for some of us, maybe this was pleasant. And we were checking if there was more for us later on. Uh, going outside, seeing the snow... Maybe there was the storyline that came up. Oh, I want to move up north. Maybe that's not a popular one. But <laughs> or I want to go outside and do a snow, snow being and kind of and play with the snow and just a lot of stories that can come up. And that's the I would say kind of the danger. It's not you know, that bad, but we want to watch out for the mind who grabs on to the pleasant. And then it doesn't take a long time that we're moving to Canada and we're making snow things. Um, But we can see how the mind kind of grabs on to the pleasant. Maybe something better, dreaming of being in Mexico by the beach. Um, and there's a, a word in Pali that I really love. It's, uh, I think it's my favorite Pali word. It's called papancha. And it's proliferation of the mind. So we get a hit of a sense contact. So maybe seeing snow. And if we use the second door, the second foundation of mindfulness, just noting pleasant experience or unpleasant maybe for some of us. And it can stop there. This is where we stop the cycle of suffering, just knowing what's happening. But so often, you know, we get a hit of unpleasant, for example, pain in the body, uh, you know, sensation, throbbing in the leg, unpleasant experience. And instead of just being, okay, this is unpleasant, let me be curious about this unpleasant experience. There's some tingling happening. We make a story. Okay, my leg is going to fall apart. I need to go maybe to the hospital. And what will I do if I can't walk? And you see how very, very easily we get into a storyline. And yes, of course, we need to take care of the body. But it's just to notice how the mind can so quickly get caught up into unpleasant experience or pleasant one even. So we want to watch out for that. And... It can be a very interesting place to practice just noticing, is this experience pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral? Um, I've worked, I played a lot with this this, um, door of mindfulness in my daily life, and it can be something that's interesting for, for us, having a conversation with someone that's difficult, and just noticing, okay, this is unpleasant. We can say that so often. (laughs) And then how does that land in the body right now? Instead of being caught up into our own story, how things should be or not be, 
So just, just kind of piercing that cycle of proliferation can be quite powerful. And then just to name with neutral, you know, so often we're, we're skipping away parts of our life because we're, you know, we're not paying attention. So it's also interesting to notice, okay, what's happening now? Okay, why am I not that interested? And paying attention to the neutral can actually bring or brighten our life. Um, so knowing, you know, this is the simplicity of knowing, okay, this is unpleasant. Just that can be very powerful. You know, as we know, like anything, like uh, the breath, like sounds, like sensation in the body, they come and go. And it's the same with the pleasant and unpleasant. You know, we can know the rising and falling of the breath. We can know the sounds that are appearing and fading away. And we can know the quality. Okay, this is pleasant for me right now. Can I be there? Can I fully know it for what it is without getting attached to it? So we'll practice around that. I just want to bring in... um, I dearly appreciated the, the nuns at the time of the Buddha and uh, Arahant's a fully awakened nun, Damadina, uh, a great being, um, talked about the Vedana, the feeling tone, as really a, an important door into her practice. And in one of the sutta, uh, she pointed um, the aspect of uh, her experience So she said, you know, when pleasant feeling is pleasant, when we're present, uh, when present, uh, we need to just know it for what it is. And it becomes painful or unpleasant when changing. So we try to hold on to it. When painful feeling um, or unpleasant feeling is unpleasant we try to push it away get rid of it when they're present and they become pleasant when changing so she's kind of pointing just to pay attention to different the, the different movement of the feeling tones and one aspect that I want to point out is how she plays with neutral feeling. So she said, when we encounter what is neutral, without full awareness, it becomes unpleasant. And when we encounter what is neutral with full awareness, full mindfulness, it tends to become pleasant. So this is why we want to be present. We want to be aware of what's happening in each moment. The more we're aware of it, the less we're caught up in it, and the more there's pleasantness in our life that happens. So we'll play a bit with that, that in our practice, and we don't, we don't want to make this too complicated. We already have lots of thoughts in there, <laughs> emotion coming up, but we just want to bring that in, bring that door in. And for some of us, that might, that might be a very powerful way of practicing. So let's practice with this, uh, and I'll guide you into this, and keeping it very, very light uh, for the day.
again, sit comfortably or standing. What invites a sense of stillness in the body? And finding this balance between relaxation, ease, and uprightness and alertness. We can begin just by giving our attention to the posture of the body. Just feel your whole body as it is right now. Connecting with the support of the earth, always present. Aware of the space around us, in us. And again, this grounding in the earth, stilling of the body. Just inviting this intention of relaxing the heart and mind and body. And we can find our home base Our anchor may be in the breath, ever mindful we breathe in, ever mindful we breathe out. And for some of us, our home base might be knowing the sounds coming and going, the sound of my voice appearing and then fading away. Just connecting with an object, one object at a time, with mindfulness, with freshness. 
Noticing the object as it is right now. And you can notice very gently, without forcing too much, just the quality of feeling. Is it pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant, or neutral? And you might notice that as you do that, there's a dropping into the experience that can happen. And it might help at times just to name the object, for example, in-breath, or pressure, sound, thinking, fear. And then you can add pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. And again, keeping this very, very light, not needing to catch all the feeling tones, but just here and there, opening this door of mindfulness. Warmth, pleasant. Tingling, unpleasant. And you might notice as you pay attention, as you invite mindfulness, the neutral will quickly shift as Damadina was inviting us to see. When we become mindful, usually there's a tint of pleasantness that comes up. When you notice a feeling tone that is definitely pleasant or definitely unpleasant, notice if there's a mental reaction to that object, pushing it away or wanting it to stay. Again, not judging, just becoming aware, knowing. So we let the silence be our guide. And you can continue just playing with noting what's unfolding, noting the feeling tone that's close to it. And if, if this store is not something helpful in, or it makes your practice more 
complicated or stressful, let that go. Come back to just being with the body. These are just different doors to help help us stay connected to this moment. Just notice if there's a forcing also to catch everything. Let that be wide and fluid and gentle. Just feeling and knowing the experience. Simple.
what's being known just right now. Is pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral? It's like this right now, just welcoming, knowing.
the last few moments of our sit together I'll bring in the wisdom of Rohini the nun means wandering star she said you don't become the cloth just because because you put on robes We don't turn into empty space just because you carry a bowl. The sun doesn't bow down. Trees don't throw flowers at your feet. Birds don't start answering when you call. But the path will hold even the biggest mistakes. The path will make room for even your deepest regrets. But you don't become the cloth of the robe overnight. 
It can begin very quietly, something you barely even notice, like the touch of water on your skin, like the next five minutes, unless they're your last. The path isn't a line on a map. It's a great shining world. Enter wherever you like. You might get thrown back once or twice, but if you continue, the outer layers, oh my sisters, then you will know the true welcome that is the very essence of this path. It will hold even the biggest mistakes. The path will make room for even your deepest regrets. Enter wherever you like. May our practice today be for the benefit of all beings everywhere. May all beings be at peace. May all beings be at ease. can enter the path, this practice, wherever we like. Um, so I shared this morning the second foundation of mindfulness, and that might, this might be an entering place for some of us. Maybe you've played with it a little bit in your practice this morning, and it was an interesting process. Um, as you can see, I really love Vedana. I think... They're not the most popular foundation of mindfulness, but they, uh, I feel there's such a powerful door where we get caught up. So if you want to play today, just maybe, you know, in your sitting practice or when you're walking or even, you know, when you're going into the dining hall, maybe you notice something, you're seeing is happening, so the sense object of sight, consciousness of sight, and then... Oh, pleasant. I want this, I need this. Or, and then it can just 
just pleasant. Ah, pleasant. It's like this right now. Not adding or seeing when the mind kind of adds layers. And, and same with just sitting in the hall. For I remember sitting just right there for a three-month retreat. And there was a... My neighbor um, had some... Um, I think every morning at the five five thirty sit, his his belly was growling for half an hour. <laughs> and I remember the first week, I was like, "Oh my God, unpleasant, unpleasant," <laughs> and a lot of aversion that came up with the sound. And at one point, I actually, "Oh, unpleasant." It's like this. And then um, on the three month retreat. Um, I don't know if you know, but there's, you can come for six weeks and you leave. Often half of the people leave after six weeks and new folks come in. Um, so I was there for the full three months. So, so my partner, my belly partner, left. And then I said, oh, no. I lost my, my anchor. My, the, I was, now I was feeling it pleasant. So to name that sometimes sound in the hall, it could be interesting just noticing the unpleasantness and the aversion that comes up and how it kind of proliferates into something else. Or seeing something, you know, seeing something that brings up memories and then can bring up, you know, a lot of emotion. And just this is how the mind works, you know, there's a touch, something that happens. And, that, and sometimes it's interesting just to notice what happened. Oh, I saw a picture of a Buddha that reminded me of this when this happened in my life. And then we can, we can be there for a moment. So just noticing, just how does, how does that kind of, can sometimes become this hurricane as Ajahn Chah was pointing to. And then we can just come back to this first, first point of contact. Okay, I can, I'm very, I love this. <laughs> so I'll let you go. So this morning, as you know, if you haven't been seen yesterday, uh, you're going to see one of us in groups this morning. And groups are really there just to support you. Maybe there's questions that are coming up or um, being with the hindrances or dear friends or all of that. Just a, a place of sharing and it can be very supportive for, for all of us. Um, also, during those times, so we might not come, uh, we, sometimes the groups, they go over during the sitting, so I think there's a few of us that's signed to be practice leader, so I invite you to just come and sit in front and take one of our seats, feel what feels comfortable, or you can bring your cushion, and it's good to have a presence, someone who's there, and for, the, for everyone to know there's someone's going to ring the bell, because then we could be sitting, if there's someone, nobody's there yet. <laughs> Maybe that happened. Um, so feel welcome to come, and then you can just, you can, there's little clocks here and there, and at the time, so at 10.45 or at 12, or maybe just one or two minutes before lunch. And then you just put the, give a course, because sometimes we don't know how it works. Inside, inside is usually the best sound for pleasant sensation. <laughs> But, yeah, very simply. So, yeah, so feel free to come uh, up here and take your space. It's an interesting uh, practice. Um, so, yeah, so there's going to be practice leader joining uh, during the sitting this morning. And um, we have the groups, and there's a BIPOC sit happening at 6.45. And it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, 
how does how do we say new azure Clou- cloudy day is the word cloudy day to practice in Barrie, massachusetts so enjoy your day and uh, find your find your your door your practice your way of anchoring into the moment okay thank you